Hey guys, so um, this episode is just going to be a little bit different than our uh, typical episodes. Um, we were invited to participate in an all-inclusive art show uh, thrown by my friends Luke and Nala. Uh, so they're going to be um, actually on the episode with us today, uh, giving their theories as well. And so what the show was, was um, it was just kind of like all art um, was welcome. So there's there were short films, there was a, a musician, there was a painter displaying her artwork, and uh, then we were asked uh, to do like a kind of live version of our podcast. And so we got to do it in front of an audience, and we took audience questions and did sort of a lightning round of the podcast. And so, uh, yeah, that's what you're about to hear. Um, a couple things about the recording setup real quick. Uh, everything went well on our end we got everything recorded pretty cleanly um the venue microphones that led to the speakers there were cutting in and out a little bit so if you hear anything kind of weird with the sound uh that's what that is i think mostly you'll just hear us talking about well is this mic working so we're not talking about these microphones we're talking about the ones that were at um the show so no need to worry you're not missing anything there um yeah, so uh, just enjoy. Uh, hopefully, this is just the first of many times that we get to do a live performance. I really do want to take this show on the road, uh, hit up more venues, try more live performances, conventions, stuff like that. This is kind of our first step into that medium. So um, that should, hopefully, uh, we should do more stuff like this in the future. So um, anyway, enjoy the episode. Uh, it's kind of short and sweet, but uh, pretty good. You have been lied to. The powers that be want to keep you ignorant, in the dark. But if you're receiving this transmission, there is hope for you. An opportunity to throw off the blinders of corruption and step into the light. This is Conspiracy Theater. We're going to be having um, people come around, and you guys can ask us questions, and we will improvise conspiracy answers to you. Um, and as an incentive, because I know that we're really selling ourselves here, uh, <laughs> uh, if you ask a question, you get a handmade tinfoil hat. All right? I spent a lot of time making those this morning. I got several paper cuts, which I don't know if you've ever gotten a paper cut from tinfoil, but it hurts. So there's a little bit of blood on some of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> uh, mine. Um, so yeah, uh, do we have people out there to go? I can't see anything besides purple right now. So. Yeah, yeah, Kit's there. Uh, so Kit will be coming around with a microphone and uh, one of these special conspiracy theater tin foil hats. Yes, and uh, yeah, we will, we will answer your questions for you. So raise your hand if you have a question. Just something that's been that like uh, burning in your heart, something you've always wondered, and we can we can let you know. All right. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, let's hit those lights, uh, Dorn. Oh, <laughs> Some of them might be a little small. I mean, I can make it work. Yeah. I'll I mean, see, the satellites are above you. So as long as they are, it's it's on top of your head like a yarmulke. Mm -hmm. It'll protect your <laughs> thoughts from the government. Okay. 
Um, my question though is: Are giraffes real? Are giraffes real? A simple yes or no answer. No. <laughs> every every giraffe is uh, just like a several kids stacked on top of each other, almost like in a trench coat, but like just like standing on each other's. Yeah, this so they can get into R-rated movies, uh, which is why when you come to an establishment like this, establish this undisclosed location that we're in right now. Um, if you see a giraffe, you have to check to make sure that it's not a bunch of children stacked up on top of each other. That You guys have worked in movie theaters. Does that happen often? Happens here all the time. <laughs> here at mm -hmm, theater. Yes, this is our logo. Hey, oh, yeah, that? there we go. I made that. Hey. I made that on Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Levels of quality. Yeah. Can you believe that what we're doing right now is technically considered art? <laughs> Eh. <laughs> sort of. So no, to answer your question, giraffes are absolutely not. No, they are not just people stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a giant broom that's uh, disguised as a giraffe. I don't know why this microphone. Hello. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, well. Uh, I think that was mine. Maybe. Uh, yeah, so giraffes are just a, a broom that's disguised in a uh, costume. Um, goes around the safari, the African safari. Cleaning up all the leaves uh, and a lot of trees in this. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the African Sahara. <laughs> all right, looks like we have another question. What's up? You guys can see the truth behind every single conspiracy theory. theory. Correct, correct. Do yes. you guys see what kids love cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> uh, have we cracked? We're adults. Are we allowed to crack that one? Um, I feel like I've had this figured out since childhood. I, can I admit something? I've never eaten cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, well, that you honestly, you're probably better for it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't ingested the yeah. mind control agents. Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, on cinnamon toast crunch is each a unique individual pattern uh, that is actually geo-linked to your genetic code. <laughs> and so, when you eat cinnamon toast crunch, what they're doing is they're getting your genetic information for companies like 23andMe and uh, Ancestry.com to uh, collect more data. What if you already did 23andMe? If you eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, does that like revert, does it like erase your 23andMe? Do you just get a thing in the mail that's just like- No, you that's shredded mini wheats. <laughs> I do like shredded mini wheats, so they'll never track me. Do you guys have a microphone and do you need us to share with you? Uh, okay, perhaps, here, yes. take that. <laughs> here, we'll, yeah, we'll share this one. Does this work? Yeah, yeah there we go. All right. Do you guys have any uh, thoughts on uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the taste you can see? Uh, yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is so good because uh, it's made by the government to, as an altering state to keep us addicted to sugar. That's actually just true. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're like, looking for comedy yeah. answers. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but we do fake conspiracies here. Well, uh, the person behind it is, in fact, Captain Crunch, who uses Cinnamon Toast Crunch as... Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know, right? He's crossing brands? Yeah, he's crossing brands, but... It's all uh, General Mills anyway, right? And who is General Mills? <laughs> he's Captain Crunch's supervisor. Oh, man. A main staple of the show is that we laugh at our own jokes really hard. <laughs> yeah, more than the audience, usually. Do we have another uh, question from anyone? I have, I have oh, sorry. Oh, oh, great. Go, go, go. Wow. Sorry. You have a microphone now, too. Does it work? Yes. Yes, it does work. So, um, the reason 
why kids love uh, the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch is because the government put in agents for population control. Now the crazy controversial thing about Cinnamon Toast Crunch is that they eat the other Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They are cannibals. <laughs> and so in an attempt to control the population, the government gives children Cinnamon Toast Crunch so that they can go and eradicate the world of whoever they see fit by eating them. Children are gross. <laughs> so they're releasing cannibalistic children onto society in order to lower the population. What about like generic brand Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Um, like, what would it be called? Like, Cinnamon Print Squares. It is actually called, uh, I think they're actually called Cinnamon Toasties. I'm oh. actually. You're yes, a fan. I am a fan. Traitor. I'm a poor, poor fan. Is it, is it a bad thing that this is not remotely the first time that cannibal children have come up on our show? No. I think I've heard it about five to ten other episodes. We've already twice referenced the Girl Scouts episode. Um, yeah, that's true. If you want to know about that, we're available on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Google Play. So you can listen to that. Turn off. All right, do we have another question? Uh, hi. Uh, I was wondering what your thoughts were on uh, furniture superstar IKEA. Ooh, the threat from Sweden. Yeah, the so-called neutral country of Sweden. With their meatballs and their... I was actually going to bring up the meatballs. Ikea exists as a front... Which is why their furniture is so shitty. Is they, they exist as a front to sell meatballs. They, they only... <laughs> Ikea's real business is just meat, Swedish meatballs. And on the side, they might sell like a, a couch that's incredibly difficult to put together. Oh, we're losing another mic. <laughs> Which is funny because I think it cut out right in the middle of meatballs. So, so you I just, just said balls. <laughs> I wasn't going to draw attention to that, but thanks. <laughs> well, uh, what you didn't know is that the meatballs were originally uh, self-constructed at home as well. Oh, with, you had uh, to put terrible, together? Yeah, terrible directions and... Directions with no really, words? Really cheap. Like, <laughs> pegs and... <laughs> it's all like the leftover screws that you Going to the meatballs. Actually, um, do you guys know about the secret instructions from IKEA? No. Is that like a secret menu? It is. So if you go into certain places on the dark web, you can find uh, instructions on how to take multiple pieces of furniture from IKEA and build it into a super robot uh, <laughs> like that this. is unstoppable. But you have to, first of all, know Swedish. And uh, <laughs> second of all, was it Flemish? No, Flemish is Belgian. Uh, you have to know Swedish and you have to have the patience to assemble multiple uh, shelves and riggings into a giant furniture mechazord. I was gonna say, so you make a giant like couch mech? Yeah, it's super comfortable. It well, fires meatballs. The expensive ones are comfortable. The rest of them are not that comfortable. But what is it fueled by? Sauce. <laughs> I used up all the meatball jokes already. Well, you know how you, know how you uh, it's like a circle? When you go in Ikea, you follow that path. Mm. So walking that path generates power, and then they use that to um, power the Mechazord. Well, and see, and that, that ties right into what I know about Ikea, which is Ikea was built by the New Order for once the zombie apocalypse happens, the zombies will just be confused by all the arrows and which, <laughs> where to go. And there's plenty of hiding spots there too. 
So like he is really just a fortress of solitude for all his humans from the zombie apocalypse. Right. It is the ultimate refuge. They have food. Mm -hmm. We have endless meatballs. Absolutely. We can, we have plenty of not incredibly comfortable mattresses to sleep on, but I suppose it's slightly better than sleeping on the ground. Yeah. And of um, course, zombies are famous for following arrows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like their one weakness. <laughs> plus uh, plus uh, leisure time, we just push around each other around in the carts uh, <laughs> through the garage and. I already kind of do that as it is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need yeah. the apocalypse to behave like a child. <laughs> All right. So, from what I know about IKEA, it would be actually better described as a portal. To another dimension. Mm. That's where all the arrows lead. <laughs> and those arrows, they, they take you around like a what? Like a labyrinth. Mm. To be captured by the Goblin King. Oh. David Bowie is behind all of this. He and his enormous bulge run IKEA. <laughs> is that why there's those like random swinging doors in between the d different departments? Yes. Those, those are the entrances. I thought I saw goblins the last time I went to buy a couch. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I thought they were just kids. They carry their kids around in those uh, blue bags. <laughs> <laughs> does, this, does this mean that David Bowie is actually, in fact, alive? <laughs> that, that, we've actually probably a real conspiracy. Lost in Ikea. <laughs> He's just wandering around like, help me. <laughs> This is more of a John Lennon. <laughs> also still alive and wandering around IKEA. Um, it's where all the lost souls go. It's purgatory for supposedly dead musicians. Yep. There's so, your answer. There's the real all right, answer. I think we found it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Pick one. Pick your favorite. <laughs> we have another uh, question from anybody? That was a great question. We keep riffing on IKEA. <laughs> Endless material. <laughs> Endless furniture, <laughs> endless meatballs. Endless pizza, Papa John's. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex, Longtime listener, first time caller. Hi, Alex. I was wondering, why did, what's the real reason season eight of Game of Thrones sucks? Mm. Oh, it doesn't. Do you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> You've opened a wormhole now with him. We're just every other mm. podcast hosted by white guys now. We're talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, th I think he's confusing conspiracy with controversy. <laughs> we, we, you know, we can do controversy. <laughs> Luke sweats <laughs> just nervously. Uh. Don't, please don't. You know, the, uh, the creators of Game of Thrones got a little too close to the truth, and that's why they were silenced. <laughs> right? What is the truth? that the whole end season of Game of Thrones was an allegory for what Hillary Clinton would have done as president. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, we've gotten our first ooh live. Right. Nice. Well, I mean, it's better than, uh, it's still better than what we have in. in oh, you mean Boston. Joffrey, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm going after both sides. <laughs> The, the real, is this even still, the real, uh, the thing about Game of Thrones is it just happened to be really good for seven seasons. The eighth season, it's not that the eighth season, season was written poorly, it wasn't written at all. <laughs> Game of Thrones is like an unscripted big brother, it actually happened somewhere. Oh, Probably like a, Sweden. It's like a reality show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, we're just kind of observing things as they happen. It's like a, like a Westworld, kind of. Mm. Not the show, like the actual world, Westworld. It was like we Westeros world. You mean California? Yeah, yeah. So it, it wasn't that season eight was bad, it's just that's how things actually happened. And uh, the, the ratings probably took a dive, but 
I don't know, blame Jon Snow. Well, see, Nathan's actually really close here. Because what I heard was that the, uh, the creators got their hands on a time machine that also transports them to other dimensions. And in this dimension, we have the Game of Thrones universe, which is where they made that reality show uh, and then brought it back to our universe. It didn't quite translate, which is why none of us okay. like it, Carson. <laughs> uh, it's foreign television. It doesn't really hit the American audience that well. Is this well. like a Mandela effect thing where I'm from the universe that where Game of Thrones finale was good and you guys are all from the universe where Game of Thrones finale was bad? Yes. All right. <laughs> no, I think what it really was is just censorship. Yeah. Just plain and true censorship. Because the powers that be, they knew that Game of Thrones was getting good. Like, it was getting to the point of like, uh-oh, wake up America, let's lead a revolution, let's get a bunch of castrated men to take <laughs> down any, any army. And they were gonna do that. And, and 2019 was the year that was going to happen. Where the castration began. Exactly. <laughs> And so, number of castrated dudes on that show. They got intel it. that this was actually happening. These these <laughs> rousing speeches were actually rousing the people to fight back. You mean against arousing? <laughs> they're castrated. castrated. You're not, you're literally talking about people who are castrated. They can't. Sorry, I, well, I thought that's why they castrated them. <laughs> but in an attempt to get people to stop before the big revolution happened against our government, against the proverbial King's Landing. Mm. They made it bad, so that instead we blame the show mm. instead of the real people behind it. It's a big distraction, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd say it's, drop it's, the mic. I don't think take it. I, I would, but these are already <laughs> on their last legs. Drop the mic. Mm -hmm. Hang on, let me do it for the recording too. There we go. <laughs> All right, we'll sync those up. <laughs> we won't. All right. Uh, does anybody else have any questions up there? It could be just stuff in your personal life. We can get, we can get personal. We can get like. We <laughs> are your therapists. We can get yeah, Dr. Phil up in here. Uh, tin, tin uh, oh yeah, we run out of tin foil hats. We, anybody who's asked a question, feel free. Uh, after this is over, you, you get a free tin foil hat to protect you from the suction waves. Don't touch my hats. <laughs> <laughs> I can sell those again. I can melt them back down <laughs> into tin. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you guys know the Krabby Patty secret formula? As a matter of fact, I don't mean to brag, but... Yes, and? <laughs> we, we, we certainly can't tell you otherwise. It would just be a regular Krabby Patty formula. Yeah. It's, it, it's not that... I can tell you, I give you hints, it's not that different from uh, another burger formula that's widely known due to, thanks to advertising, the two, two, what is it, two all-beef patties, pickles, onions, lettuce, cheese, special sauce on a sesame seed bun? Mm -hmm. What's that from? I don't know, Burger King or something? <laughs> I legitimately can't remember which one. Is here's, it a Big Mac? Here's, here's the truth behind the Krabby Patties. Krabby Patties are people, <laughs> which isn't that messed up because no one on the show is a person. So it's just a bunch of fish eating people. My, uh, my darkest fear. <laughs> <laughs> you dream Soylent Green every single night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I sorry. I was just gonna go with my Big Mac advertisement. Yeah, eat eat uh, Big Mac. Sponsor of the show, Burger King, <laughs> Burger Wendy's. <laughs> no, I, the, the Yeah, we all we do know the the secret formula to Krabby Patties, but we can't tell you because uh, we would be person. Tom Hillenburg would come back from the dead and kill us. So, 
Well, I, I'll take that risk. <laughs> uh, so you know the pirate at the beginning, right? Well, uh, what they do at, when they're at sea is they lean over board. Uh, they have nowhere else to go. So all their, the pirates' uh, crap goes into the ocean <laughs> and they collect that crap and make crappy patties, but that doesn't sell. So they have to turn the peas upside down to make bees, and they just call them Krabby Patties. I feel bad that I said Tom Hillenberg when I meant Steven Hillenberg. I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> I, I feel like we've, we've fully separated ourselves from that now into what? <laughs> Territory? So just don't try the crab, Krabby <laughs> Patties. Krabby Patties. Luke is right on that front. Shouldn't try the Krabby Patties because the Krabby Patties aren't made from crabs, as the name would suggest. That is simply a front. Have you ever wondered, was that mine? They, they don't want you to know. That's they don't. Yeah. They, the coming. CIA they're is coming. interfering. <laughs> Clear out. Everyone put, run. Put the tinfoil hats on right now. <laughs> he did warn us that he'd come back from the dead. Yeah. I did, even and though I, I said the wrong that, name. I did take that risk. So. Yeah. He's not really dead. He's just wandering around in Ikea somewhere. <laughs> but no. Like for David. Does, doesn't anyone stop to wonder what might have happened to the Mr. Crab's daughter? Her mother? What happened? Where's she at? What species was she even? She was a whale. Why we shouldn't? Never mind. This Krabby is a whole patty other. is a front for whale patty. Oh, that that's is so much whale worse. Meat from his dead lover. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. I hope when you ask this question, you're prepared. And in an attempt to hide the body, the body's not hidden. Do you know how long it takes to cut up a whale? So long. I do. So what do you do instead? You make burgers. You get rid of the evidence through other people. Holy shit. Does that mean that he's also raising his daughter for the same purpose? Maybe. Oh my Maybe. god. Maybe. I mean, Mr. Krabs is a sick individual. The same porpoise? Sorry. I'm immediately sorry. <laughs> that was a killer whale joke. Ah, there we go. <laughs> We're a comedy show. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear my sign. <laughs> All right, uh, we have time for just one more, one more question. One more lightning round. I know whoever asked this question gets the rest of the hats. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got have any brilliant ideas? Anything that you want to know about? Why your dad left? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> your dad was secretly a whale. <laughs> we'll disrespect his memory. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, when are we going to be colonizing Mars? Mm. We already we have. Think we have it. <laughs> yeah. You think we're not there right now? You, look, Doom 2016. Did you play Doom 2016? I talk about Doom a lot on this show. Yeah, we might as well change the name. Of the Elon's Doom. already up there. The the Elon that you see on Earth is it's a projection, like a hologram Elon. It's like they did with uh, did they do it with like Freddie Mercury and like Tupac and stuff? Yeah, they did it with Tupac for sure. It, they, Elon's doing it Same as well. Same technology. Yeah. Elon Musk and Emperor to us. That that uh, Tesla that he shot into space, he was in there. He just didn't want you. To, he was in that like robot suit. <laughs> just like that was him. In fact, I think you could watch a live stream of that. <coughs> so we're already on Mars. So uh, the answer is what last year. We'll be colonizing Mars last year. My answer is a little different. Um, this right here is Mars. 
Oh, we've shit. Been lied to. Right? <laughs> we colonized it long ago. And Earth is what is Earth, which is Mars. What we call Mars is Earth, and we left it behind uh, in search of greater things. So, so are you welcome to Mars. That, are you saying that Mars was as joyful and bountiful as Earth, but now it is a desolate wasteland because of what we have done? Yes. That was an right episode now? of Orville. <laughs> well, so we've actually done this, uh, what yes. would it be like seven times? We started at Pluto, and we just kind of work our way closer to the sun every single time. So Until we eventually really, kill ourselves from... We're, we're, not, we're not working on colonizing so, Mars next, we're colonizing Venus next, and then mm. Mercury. Are we looking to colonize the sun? Eventually. That's the goal. Definitely. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Obviously, we're not capable. Shoot, shoot for the stars, right? That's a hot take. <laughs> we like we do we like puns? Yeah, we like puns yeah. more than we like to admit. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll I won't. <laughs> so I, I don't think the question is when are we going to colonize Mars, but it's what is actually being colonized on Mars. So Elon Musk, as was mentioned, has a serious uh, obsession with the Star Wars universe. And uh, so what as he's, well he should. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But what he's doing there is he's creating every single world from uh, just, a, just little bits of territory from each world in the Star Wars universe on Mars so that he can create the ultimate Star Wars movie and then just become like a zillionaire. I'd like to mark it. It only took us 23 minutes to get to talking about Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than we usually do. <laughs> So I don't think the question is, when are we going to colonize Mars? But instead, when is Mars going to colonize us? We are they've, from France. They've already started. You know the popular candy, Mars bars. Why do you think? Why do you think they're so good and so popular? It's because they put secret agents not not like actual like, like secret like, agents. No, like secret agents. Like, like, no, no, no. Yes. Like many light. Yes. It is infused with Martian DNA that they are giving to us in an attempt to get us to assimilate mm. to their genetic code so that when they come to colonize us, it's not going to blow our human existence to pieces. It's going to... Delicious nougat-filled pieces. Delicious nougat-filled pieces, exactly. I mean, that's a... I, I can bear that. Alternatively, they could okay. also be feeding us, us Mars bars, because they need Mars bars to dissolve within us and then eat us mm. to gain their system. Not, sorry, not to take a bite out of your theory. Uh -huh. I, am I crazy? I've never seen a, like an actual Mars... Like, I knew the Mars Corporation does like M&Ms and stuff. When's the last time? Are you from like 1850? When's the last time we saw a Mars <laughs> bar? Mars bar. No, I don't know. Mars bars? Yeah, oh, do they? Mars bars? Yeah. Maybe I've never once. I've never, never seen a Mars bar. <laughs> I think they. It's now like a UK thing. Oh. Like a, oh, look at you, world traveler. <laughs> oh, I've been to places. <laughs> I've been to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't leave the bunker very much. No, we don't. Well, we do have to wrap up. Uh, we're gonna have our film showcase uh, coming up here. Um, so thank you for listening to our live podcast. Yeah, thanks for the questions, Parks everybody. Yeah, thank thank you. you for being here. Thank you for having us and validating what we yourselves. do. Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome. Hopefully you have been informed of the truth. Oh, there